It is Tuesday, August 23rd, 2022. This is Dworkin Daily. I'm Scott Dworkin. Dr. Fauci will leave his positions as director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and as chief medical advisor to President Joe Biden at the end of the year. What he said was, while I'm moving on from my current positions, I am not retiring. After more than 50 years of government service, I plan to pursue the next phase of my career while I still have so much energy and passion for my field. Dr. Fauci is 81 years old. I hope to be as energetic as he is at that age. Fauci says the blame doesn't lie with scientists and public health officials when it comes to disinformation. When you have people who distort facts and create unreality and live by conspiracy theories, it isn't the scientists who are the polarizers. It isn't like I or my colleagues say, I'm going to be polarizing today. You stick to the facts, and if people push back against the science and the evidence and create unreality, that's the reason for the polarization. One piece of advice that Dr. Fauci gave to his successor is stick with the science and try as best as you can to completely stay out of the political stuff. The political stuff will spill over into what you do. That's unfortunate, but the scientists themselves must stay out of the politics. Well, I can say thank you, Dr. Fauci, for this part of your life in regards to COVID and everything that you did to help America. I remember when we were first debating with the White House about the first COVID death and how they lied and acted like an American had not died of COVID and how it wasn't going to spread like a wildfire. And we were debating the use of masks. I didn't want to wear a mask. Grant Stern didn't want to wear a mask. But Grant had talked to me about an idea to put together a coalition of people that were sewing masks because Trump refused to give out masks. He could have sent masks to every household. He could have said, wear your mask. It wouldn't have been a polarizing issue. It wouldn't have been political if you're wearing a mask or not. Instead, he lied and people died. A lot of people died. A lot of people got sick because of that lie. And now we are here. Sadly, we've lost so many people. You can visit our friend and ally's website, Kristin Arquiza's organization, markbycovid.com, to see how you can help people now. People are still getting sick. People are still struggling. I have family members who have been ill and haven't fully recovered. Now is not the time to let our guard down. I know we're all tired. I know we want to move on. But it hasn't subsided. People are still getting sick. And we can't forget that. Make sure that you are up to date on your vaccinations. Make sure that you got your booster shots. Make sure that you wear a mask indoors. These are all simple things that we all can do. The spread is still spreading. It's still happening. But I'm thankful that 
during this arduous time, Dr. Fauci actually was a voice of reason. He was someone that we could, as a scientist, as a doctor, repeat, amplify, use as a, a person of truth. I know that he's made mistakes before. Don't get me wrong. As a supporter of all gay rights, as a supporter of anyone who you know, spreads disinformation of any sort, I understand what he's done before. But with COVID, this time he got it as right as possible. Dr. Burke sat in the background acting like she was Susan Collins, disappointed. Acting like it was Lindsey Graham, who kind of tacitly approved in the background. But Dr. Fauci kept on telling the truth with death threats, having to have people be his bodyguards. How ridiculous is that? So thank you, Dr. Fauci, for helping us save lives. Again, he's not perfect. But with COVID, we were able to use that. His knowledge, his quotes his sentiment, his information to save lives. So thank you, Dr. Fauci. In other news, Trump reportedly held on to more than 300 classified documents after leaving office. Half were recovered in January by National Archives. That alerted the DOJ, which eventually led to the FBI search of his Mar-a-Lago property. New York Times reports Monday that the sheer volume of classified marked material recovered by the government is what triggered a federal criminal investigation into Trump. The DOJ has issued a new grand jury subpoena to National Archives for more documents as part of its investigation in the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Its latest subpoena, issued on August 17th, is in addition to a subpoena the Department of Justice sent to the archives earlier this year, requesting the same documents and information the archives had previously handed over to the House Select Committee investing, investigating January 6th. Wow. In other news of people probably going to jail, data from election systems obtained by Trump-allied lawyers were reportedly downloaded dozens of times by several allies of Trump. Wow. Files that have been copied from multiple voting systems by a group of experts from tech firm Sullivan Strickler, tasked with assisting Trump's legal team during the aftermath of the 2020 election, were downloaded by a podcast host, a former professional surfer, a meteorologist who made appearances on Fox News, and a self-described former seduction and pickup coach. Wow. I don't know if you know, but anything involving voting machines and data and downloading, the laws are so strict around. So this is this is bad news for anybody in Trump country that was involved with that. The Kremlin's justification for invading Ukraine, quote-unquote, is a lie. A Russian paratrooper who previously publicly condemned his country's war in Ukraine told CNN... Two weeks ago, Pavel Filatayev 
spoke out against the conflict in a 141-page long testimony posted to his social media page. He then fled Russia. He's the first serving member of the Russian military to publicly criticize the invasion of Ukraine and leave the country. What a tragedy going over there. We'll keep you updated on that. You can subscribe to this podcast at anchor.fm slash daily slash subscribe. You can follow us now on Twitter at Pod. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to tell your neighbors, tell your friends, tell your family to vote. Go to vote.org to see how you can vote. Make sure that you vote in every election you possibly can. And if you want to help out this campaign season, go to democraticcoalition.org. We're going to be amplifying content, making ads, and creating a new campaign for the end of this cycle so we can hold on to the House and expand the Senate. So join us at democraticcoalition.org. Have a wonderful day. We'll be back tomorrow. Onward!